Welcome back to It's All Light. I'm your host, Natalie Baugh. Sorry about last week. There were some complications, so I'm happy to be back and with the weekly Tuesday episode. Today's guest is Ryan Hall, all the way from Texas. Howdy. <laughs> Literally my favorite word. I wish I was from Texas. So Ryan and I have been friends for a little while now, and I'm so excited to have him on the podcast today because he's just a very authentic guy and that's what we're talking about today we're talking about authenticity and I think this is just helpful for everyone to learn a little bit more about and why Ryan's passionate about this but let's get to know Ryan first so Ryan what part of Texas are you from so I'm actually from a small town called Muleshoe it's about an hour away from Lubbock Texas so Hmm. when I normally meet people and they ask where I'm from I normally just use Lubbock because not even everyone knows where that is I just try to use Texas Tech but Yep, mule I'm from shoe. a yeah, Mule Shoe, Texas, population 5,000. So Nice. <laughs> yep. Love that. Are you a cowboy? Uh, a little bit. I feel like sometimes I uh, would consider myself a little too city for the mm. like for the country and then a little too country for the city. So, I don't know. Try in between. Happy little medium. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Kind of a little bit into your story of your life. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, definitely mainly from Texas. Lived a few different places, New Mexico. Um, my, fre- like, two years in New Mexico, two years in Kansas. So my, f- like, freshman, sophomore year of high school were in Texas and everything, but then um, went to Kansas, Pittsburgh, Kansas, mm. junior and senior year. Wow, um, all over the place. It, yeah, yeah, so um, my dad was finishing his – master's degree in printing management so that's where mm. where you want to finish that up so cool. yeah so from there from high school and then moved to richmond utah right before i left on my mission mm. uh, to mozambique mozambique cool speaking portuguese cool, yep speaking cool. portuguese nice and so, what are some things you're passionate about um a lot of i mean hobbies that i'm passionate about i've been involved in band like in percussion played basically all the sports that were offered there um gravitate towards football basketball tennis um some track but then towards i guess i graduated it was like basketball and tennis were the two that i was focused on mostly nice yeah i actually heard ryan play in a band we had a big activity he brought his guitar front row mic literally just best voice just rocked out it was awesome so He's a he's a rock star. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. A Texan it. rock star. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I know, right? A punk, a punk Texan. Oh, yeah, punk, know? a punk Texan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I feel like does everything and does everything well and is just very well rounded. So, uh, and sweet. and what do you light up about? I hinted at it at the beginning. I, I light up about authenticity um, in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. This. I could go on in a lot of different uh, different directions on why I'm so passionate about it. But um, after thinking about reasons why, I think there are several times in my life that um, have kind of shown me the advantages of, of being authentic, not only to yourself, but also to those around you. That That's really ultimately how you want, your, want to live your life. You want to be true to yourself. Um, that doesn't mean don't work on yourself and whatnot, but just be true to yourself because that's when the real growth will actually occur. So mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, give us some more background on this. I'm curious yeah, how this it, developed in your life. Right. It was like, I was going to say, like, uh, recently I've always been like, I, I like people. I think part of it is just loving people in general, like for their own their own reasons, like for their own uniqueness and not trying to make someone be <clears throat> a certain way, um, but realizing that everyone's everyone has their own stuff. Man. Everyone has their own upbringings. Everyone has their own challenges their own strengths mm -hmm. um and just admiring that as i mean ultimately as brothers and sisters i mean as, as children of god like we're all children of god and so as we appreciate that and really um grow to focus more on that side then oh what's different about this person from me that i really don't like mm. um their opinions their values and whatnot but instead just really seeing it as a uh, man i really want to genuinely get to know this person better and when you do that you're asking questions like they're asking questions and it's not some kind of like confrontation when you're not like yeah. battling heads but genuinely wanting to just get to know each other better and where someone's coming from you'll gain more of a, a respect for them and appreciation for them because no one's like saying or like their own opinion um without any reason like everyone has their reasons to come to what conclusions they've come to i mean mm. It's easy to say like the political differences that we have and whatever with each other. Oh, that person's yeah. obviously an idiot. Or the meaning that, you put on something when someone's talking, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like we all and, have our own perceptions. Like one thing can mean something else mm -hmm. to someone else just from how you're raised. Even if you were raised on the same street, like you <laughs> yeah. still have different oh, perceptions from what your parents have taught you, from what you've learned at school, right. culture. And there's so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's so many different variables that – um that just make us our own unique persons. I mean, we're our own, our own people. And so it's just like, yeah, like exactly. Like even your parents are likely different than you in plenty of different ways. Yeah. And just, um, I guess not, not fighting that, but just like growing to, to learn more about each other yeah. and get, having that genuine curiosity. Yeah, definitely. So I guess, yeah. Keep going. You guess what? It just like magnetizes you. Like people see that, that they see your genuine desire to learn about them. And mm -hmm. they, that's very, very attractive. That's very, um, I guess like dismantling or like of, like of defenses. They don't feel as defensive because Ooh. they're like, oh, this person is a, yeah. is a genuine. Yeah. And really wants to get to know me for, for genuine reasons and really yeah. cares about me. So it's, it's like how to win friends and influence people. Influence people it, yeah. yeah. It talks about, I mean, I've only read the table of contents, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it talks content. about using people's names and like focusing on them. Right. But would you define being authentic as just be being yourself, being real? What else would you add to that definition of being authentic? So people understand what we're talking about as we dive deeper. Yeah. Um, and also, man i think part of the reason i was wanting to go into this also was just with today you know social media mm, and everything yeah. we're all putting on a face we're all putting on the the person that we assume that others want to see Ooh, not, not yeah, necessarily we totally are we and so it's even dangerous on, to do that. even on yeah. be real i re i'd retake until i get one i like <laughs> right yeah it's just like it's just even though i could just be real and it'd look more <laughs> awful but Share that know. blurry picture that you <laughs> that, the one we closing your eyes accidentally. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, um, so that aspect of just I think um and the different successes that I've had, I attribute a lot of them to just being authentic, being real, 
Mm. Um, because of like simultaneously with that, putting up that image, people gravitate and are attracted more to authenticity. Like, cause they, cause they can see through that ultimately. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And so they really resonate more with, yeah. People that are being, that are being real, like that, that comes across in a lot of different ways. Um, as I was thinking about a few of those particular instances, if there were experiences yeah. that I've had in my, my life, there was a few that came up. So as I was saying, I, um, so at like junior year, moved to Kansas, um, obviously didn't know, like didn't know anyone, didn't, um, it was completely new area, completely new state and everything for me. So, um, but I just, I don't know, I, you know, got in band, got involved, um, made friends quick, just as, like, that's, I don't know. I just, I like people and I think just having a genuine. You do make friends quick too, just from me <laughs> knowing you and observing you with everyone yeah, we know. Thank yeah. You. So you're in I high pre- school making friends. Sorry, back to your story. Yeah, making friends. It's not like I'm like, oh yeah, just best friends with everyone. Like, I, not, yeah, no, I don't just like everyone just because I just feel like forced to. But I do feel, I don't know, I enjoy getting to know people. Um, and me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've definitely noticed that about you too. <laughs> I mean, here we are, right? Here this we is the are. result of just um, being good friends and getting to know each other is being able to share this. But, but yeah, it was, and this, I don't know how to make this not sound like gloating or prideful, but. Um, it gives us some my, examples though. Yeah. So just getting to know people, you know, well and everything. And um, my senior year, so I'd been there for one year, um, was up for homecoming king. And. I don't know. My niece says it's not as big of a deal anymore, but at the time it was a big deal to, you know, be in homecoming, at least out there. Um, but so I was like up against like captain of the football team, basketball team and stuff like that, that had been there, you know, like their parents went to the high school and whatnot. Oh, small town. Um, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, this is bigger, but still small. So Pittsburgh can like 30,000. Um, hmm. But yeah, so like a thousand people in high school, but um, compared to like, yeah, two or 300 in, in Texas. So still small, but for me, it was bigger. Mm. Um, but yeah, so just like going up against that and whatnot and actually winning and, um, feeling like, Oh man, this is awesome. People being super happy. I can lie. I assume part of it's probably cause I was like in the band as well as like an athlete. So that, I don't know. You had all the crowds, (laughs) (laughs) all the different crowds in high school. That's fun. I was in choir that year, actually, too. Wow. And I think that is being that is being authentic. It's doing things kind of almost without other people caring. Right. Or like, kind of breaking the mold and doing sports and music. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like I was planning on doing that anyway. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And so it's just doing what you want to do. Yeah. And. um, And just, yeah, just, yeah being authentic to yourself while simultaneously realizing like, I don't know, just seeing what, just seeing value in other people. I yeah. think not so just people started to gravitate toward you because you were focusing on them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, not like a, do what you want to do. And like, it's like one don't side care of about it. others basically, yeah. but while simultaneously caring about them and yeah, mm. it's, it's a bit of a balance for sure. Which would it's you say not... comes first? Um, I think to care about yourself, you have to care about what's up. Wait, keep going. 
I was going to say, I think about, uh, like, if you really want to care about yourself, you have to first care about others. First care about Uh, others, then care about yourself. Yeah. And, like, the best way to care about yourself is to care about others. Ooh, I love that. I have talked about this a lot, you know, because the commandments love God and love others, right? Yeah. And I've had a lot of, like, mental health conversations about, oh, yeah, love yourself, take care of yourself, you know. And that's important, but I think... I think we're focusing maybe a little too much on that. I think if we focused more on just loving others, then that will yeah. be like a natural occurrence from that will be helping ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, definitely have to take care of yourself and make sure, you know, your, your mask is on, I guess. Right. You have to have a full cup to, to give, but you can yeah. also start giving and fill both cups. Right. Exactly. Cause if you're only worrying about yourself, like, okay, how am I doing? How is this? What are like, you're, you get stuck in your own head mm-hmm. and kind of stagnate. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I want to share the quote you shared with me because it relates to this. It's by Stephen R. Covey. Most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. And it's yeah. so true. I feel like anytime anyone's speaking, I should probably pay attention to this more as we talk <laughs> and think yeah. about what you're saying versus what I want to reply next. I think we're yeah. just we're just always so it's, conscious of oh what am I sounding like or what am I saying and I mean I don't really think twice about that but <laughs> <laughs> no but most people do it's definitely yeah a tendency to just like to win to win conversations mm. when you're already worried about winning a conversation you've already lost Ooh. so tell me more about that and this quote and why yeah, you chose so, it yeah so that actually started coming a bit later um into my mission and starting to get into like my career and whatnot. So the mission of different people wanting to essentially Bible bash, you know, just wanting to tell you you're wrong, you're whatever, you don't believe what's right. And, and that's where I come from. Like the, this, like the best way to disarm them is really to genuinely listen to them. And I think they just get so, I want desensitized from these confrontations, what they expect to come out of the confrontation. They expect you to yell back. Like that's what they want your initial do. like, yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to, I'm going to, I'm about to blast this guy with some verses with, some, <laughs> I don't know, with some celestial vengeance. I don't you know, <laughs> just let him have it. Mm-hmm. But that's really not the way, um, because I had a companion that would do that. And um, it left both parties leaving just angry and there was no real progress. It was obvious that neither side really wanted to actually hear the other side. Yeah. Um, But I actually um, was fortunate. So so I told him my companion, this situation, I was like, I'd really like to be more involved. Like, I'm not saying I want to argue, but I'd like to talk more because he he would overpower even me. Mm. And I'm just like, all right, we need to, instead of just, I'm not saying just like, all right, let's stop. Let's leave. Like, I'd like to talk to these people, but I'd like to also hear what they have to say. Yeah. Um, and so it was the same neighborhood, the same like two guys. And um, they, they, they knew what to expect. And we, um, they, they came out guns blazing. And um, I didn't, I didn't use a Bible verse. I didn't, because I knew that that just really starts into, you know, a, an argument that starts into, oh, what this says, this, this. And when you're just using the Bible, there's different ways that you can just ultimately reach confusion and um, mm-hmm. disagreement and so I instead try to I gave him I gave him a minute I 
they yelled for a while. They did yell for a while, but they started like as I was like, oh, okay, so what do you think about um, about Christ being baptized? Like as they were talking about the the Godhead and stuff, um, how they're all the same. And um, mm. and then I was asking questions about, you know, when Christ was baptized, there was a dove and then there was a voice. And so that seems like several people. Mm. But um, anyway, so just like stuff, stuff like that, like not saying, hey, let's open the scriptures and go into this, but asking questions but not yeah exactly like let's like just try just trying to make them genuinely think for themselves and not just um just word vomit things that they had heard Mm. before that they had just prepared i was like okay stop like this like yeah just this isn't a conversation that needs to be won by Mm. either side like let's just learn more about it like i want to learn more about why you think what you and so that's really what the disarming factor mm-hmm. was being authentically was interested in having a conversation, yeah. learning about both sides. Exactly. Yeah. When being open-minded, uh huh. Because no one like no one thinks that they're they're like, oh man, I'm just gonna say this even though it's idiotic, ignorant, and whatever. Like, no, this is they've come to that reasons like to that conclusion or that opinion for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. It could be flawed. It could be right. Like, there's likely some decent reason why they why they think that but um anyway so it was just it was good because then afterwards we were able to have genuine conversations mm-hmm. and then actually have one of them um came up to us afterwards and um actually was interested in have, like he's <laughs> actually having like the conversation like what? having the mission having us speak to and teach him about wow gospel. i was like that's really? all yeah that's all, want. That's all i mean all, all you do is invite and, and learn and learn with each yeah. other and I love that you said asking questions to help them kind of understand on their own. And I feel like that's the best way to learn or help someone learn is by asking mm-hmm. them questions that as they answer, they teach themselves. Yeah. They, they teach themselves. They figure out their reasoning. Okay. Why did I yeah. come to that conclusion? Or yeah. Whatnot, so. Well, and like you said, a lot of people have these just routine thoughts, how they've been taught their cultures, you know, just embedded in their brains. I'm sure I've been that way too with the, good old Utah bubble and like some things are just ingrained in my head. So when, when either an argument or something happens, I just spew them off. But when you kind of pause for a second and get curious about why you think the way you think and also what other people mean, like my favorite question that I try to implement in my life is, Oh, what do you mean by that? Like to my sister, like sometimes we have disagreements, but I always just try to ask where she's coming from because the more I understand what she's meaning by what she's doing, and most of the time she's just being protective and loving and I'm taking it as you're judging me, you know, but like it's it's <laughs> yeah. just because she cares. Right. Or anytime my mom criticizes me, I said this on another episode, though, she like texted me and she's like, it's because I love you. Like, <laughs> like just getting more curious about why they do the things they do. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's really but, interesting. But yeah, I think once we start gaining more. Yeah. We start seeing that um, vision or a. Uh, like just the ideas that go to their, to the other people and when, Oh, that's interesting how you came to that conclusion with this information mm. and then appreciating that more of like, I was talking about like the individuality of each person yeah. or not like, Oh, that's, that's pretty. Like I genuinely want to figure out like, why have you come to that conclusion? And then, you know, hopefully you'll then allow me to, you know, show you or tell you why I've come to my conclusion. Right. And that's how we and learn then, and 
and kind of figure out who we are too. Because our our soul, I think, resonates with different things people say to us, right? And some things can yeah. verberate and not verberate. <laughs> string um, struck a resonate. string a chord, <laughs> resonate. Yeah, strike a chord in our in our souls. That kind of was like, oh yeah. I agree with that and I believe that but like sometimes at the end of the day you can agree to disagree and that's okay and I think people need to understand that that is being altruistic that is being authentic and that's okay as long as it like to avoid that argumentation and anger maybe is just stepping back and and really understanding the why behind it for them no definitely and when you've had those conversations and shown that like sincerity then disagreements are so much easier to to deal with as well. Mm. Like, no, I, you know what? You've been you've been real with me. I've been real with you. Like, it's not that we have to think the same way. It's that I can more appreciate where you're coming from, and vice versa. So, it's just leads to healthier relationships. And with you know today's day and age, it's there's a lot of toxicity. Oh, uh, politically, originally, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I I think the more we can have genuine conversations and be real with each other the the more healthy we'll be as as a as mankind so for people listening let's kind of dive into what it looks like to be authentic and how you implement that in your life and that's probably in with your career right now I'm assuming where you're at in life right now you kind of talked about yeah. it in high school but how has it been applicable to you in your life right now yeah so um so I actually um, run the finance department of a roofing company that I partially own. I'm the CFO, but, um, and that, I've been doing that for about a year, but before that, so it's a three-year-old company. Um, the beginning I got on in sales mm-hmm. and had a decent amount of success in sales. Um, so much so that my uh, brother-in-law who owned the company fully at the time, he, um, I was doing real estate full-time um, just, a, just selling, selling agent and um would come once a week and he's like I, because we had gone on initially the first time he's like hey i just wanted to you want to come out for a weekend like on a saturday come do some sales with me and he explained the process it was just you know dealing with insurance companies mm-hmm. if they have shingles blown off their roof and i it was pretty simple he gave me about a 10 15 minute spiel on the way to the area and wow. um so it wasn't like i had you know two weeks of training or anything like that but <laughs> um but I had just a you know general idea of what the process was like, but you know, but I that's that's what resonated with me was that aspect of sales because I before had um, almost done like pest control and whatnot, but didn't really see the value in it as much as I would have liked. Um, so mm-hmm. it really was hard for me. No because offense like I said, to like sell, I, <laughs> listening. No, yeah, no offense. Like I, yeah, no, it's but that's the thing is I like I respect it. I still do see value in it. It's just tough for yeah. me. It, oh, especially was at the time because I was like, maybe I don't completely understand this or something, but I don't, hmm. yeah, I don't Interesting. feel like I can be genuine. Like that's how I have to be. Like it's, it's to tough be for authentic. Me to, yeah. You gotta, you gotta believe in what you do, huh? Exactly. Like whatever you're selling, you have to believe in it. Like to the point, like I would buy it myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. if I don't feel like yeah. I can buy it myself, then it's really hard for me to feel like I can sell it. Yeah, the company I work for, they gave me a box of every product so I can try it all so that like yeah. I can tell what I like and what I don't like. And we're we're honest with people like 
I don't like the pre-workout. I've only tried it once, but like most people don't yeah. like the pre-workout or the boost, the one that has caffeine and people are honest about it, but they love the products they love and we, we work on what we can. <laughs> right. Yeah. To be authentic and, I, and real. Yeah, exactly. And I definitely appreciate, I think that's like a, a healthy aspect of companies nowadays. Like word gets out. If it's, if you got a bad product, they can find out about that, you know, all across the nation. If you had, bad employees that are to invest that you can get bad reviews and that can, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 20 years ago, that would have just died off and like word of mouth and eh, would have gotten some, but brand authenticity is huge yeah. in marketing. Yeah. So like with that company, I mean, good for them of being vulnerable and like, Hey, we want your sincere opinion on this. Is this good or bad? Oh, this is good. This isn't whatever. And okay, cool. We'll make adjustments. Yeah. And make adjustments. So going back to being, altruistic and authentic yourself what helps you every day remember to to be you yeah um i i don't know if everyone has a relationship like this with god but i i don't know i i like mm. being funny and i laugh <laughs> at stuff to myself a you lot you do and it's awesome you have man. a little giggle too it's so fun <laughs> Ryan like, really I, is just so fun to be around. Uh, you're too sweet. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You as well. Um, but yeah, like I, when it's just me by myself, I know that I'm not really by myself. Like I, I know that I'm like God's with me. Heavenly Father's watching. And, and I assume like my ancestors, <laughs> I don't know if they're like maybe ancestors and like my kids that are going to come later. I just think of and Mulan so, when you said ancestors, <laughs> like just sitting around. <laughs> oh man. And just like watching. And so I just, I don't know. I, I like giving them some, something to laugh at. I like, I don't know. It sounds weird. It's just like, maybe it's like be, be the main character in your story, in your life, hmm. you know, maybe it's some kind of aspect of that but I uh and that helps you be authentic it does like it's like well <laughs> I love that <laughs> people might think I'm stupid that I'm with here but like these people like upstairs they know me better and like <laughs> Wait. Or, or they know the situation better like and they know you better than you know you right true I had Probably. a I had a friend once she reminded me she's like like when you pray and talk to God ask him to teach something about yourself like Teach me about me. Like, help me learn something about myself that I don't know yet. And discover either new passions or things you love. Like I was mentioning earlier, just your soul resonates with things. Like, that's just, we're made up of intelligences. That's what I believe. (laughs) And, And there's so many pieces of that that can relate to different things and, and can help you bond with others. But as, mm-hmm. but like we were talking about earlier, but help us understand things that we might not understand or understand people that we might not resonate with at first and just yeah. getting curious. I feel like this is an oncoming, an ongoing topic that I've hit almost weekly is just getting curious about other people yeah. and then how that, how that reflects to you. I have a coworker and everyone loves her and Sometimes with people like that, you're like, gosh, dang it. I love them too, but how? why don't people love me? And that's so right. so bad that our natural man just thinks about ourselves. And I really don't want to be that way, but I find myself caught up in that too much. But I just see her and I'm like, oh, dang. She's like this amazing CrossFit built person and eats healthy and is so nice to everyone. Everyone loves her. And I'm like, how do I, 
like instead of hating her for it, I do love her. And I just think of a story I learned in like high school. It's like when there's someone like that, instead of hating on them, ask them, teach me to be like you. And that's just been my outlook with anybody that I could feel intimidated by or hate because they're so good at things. I just have to remind myself, wait, no, they could help me be like them because they they do that and they do it well. So I've been starting to notice things she does that I could do more of and become more like her. I mean, just to not go too far into the I want to be her. Right, right. Because that takes away being being authentic yeah that's true i guess i should remind myself of what i have as i like and just not compare (laughs) right i mean you can like aspects of someone and want to like apply that to yourself oh maybe i could be more kind more whatever Mm -hmm. all those good yeah like that's awesome but never go to the point where i want to be that person i would Mm -hmm. rather be her than myself oh yeah no because ultimately yeah luckily with my 26 years of life I've I've gotten over the wanting to be someone else I'm not. I I, <laughs> I like being who I am, and I know I'm very imperfect. So it is nice to to notice those things. I wanted to get rid of the ego side of it though, like because yeah. part of me is like, oh, everyone loves her. How can everyone love me? And I'm like, wait, I shouldn't even be going there. Like, my thought should just be loving others, and and then the byproduct will be, I don't know, people loving me. But I feel like just getting rid of caring what others think kind of helps in the first place yeah definitely and it's like it's not to ignore or act like you don't have any flaws it's not Mm, like right oh I'm a perfect person like to put that face on no it's like I am a flawed person like I'm fallible but I'm like working on myself I still love myself and I would I'd Mm. rather be me than anyone else like it's and that's I think what comes across um, with authenticity a lot it's not that you're putting on this perfect perfect face mm-hmm. um because people they don't really like they can't relate to that or they, they feel like that's true that's true yeah and so mm-hmm. it's very dangerous to get to that point of like listen i am a perfect person and you should all want to be me because or even just being comfortable i feel like you can be comfortable with who you are but at yeah. the same time it's kind of a dangerous place to be because you you can't grow when you're comfortable Right? Exactly. It's uh, being mm. blissfully dissatisfied. Blissfully <laughs> like, dissatisfied. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm. What um, helps What helps you in this? I don't even know how to form this question, but what helps you kind of accept your, accept yourself, I guess, and your weaknesses? Yeah. Um, I think some of it is like laughing uh, yeah that's part of the like the, the humor stuff is laughing to myself like I'll do something stupid or whatever and just kind of just try to laugh it off I know that's easier said than done but um not over like that because that's what I, that's a tendency I have is overanalyzing things oh man how mm. could I have done better because obviously like especially if I consider myself fairly witty after there's a conversation I'm like oh I could have said that <laughs> oh that would have landed so good but not um but, but then it'll get to the point where it's just like, ah, I shouldn't even try because I'll say something and then realize afterwards, oh, that would have been better if I would have said this or whatever. But it's like, no. Oh, whoa, you do overanalyze. I don't think I do that <laughs> that often. I'm like, oh, I have, I'm working on being more witty and then maybe I'll be more like that. But no, it's, I mean, it's interesting. It plenty of different types of stuff. But, um, but yeah. So just, so like, just laughing kind of at yourself and not taking yourself too yourself. seriously. Yeah, exactly. Don't take yourself too seriously because mm-hmm. then, 
um, then that will allow you to to put yourself out there again. Okay, maybe I could have improved, but that's it's good that I tried. Like it's mm. good that I like sometimes like in church, I'll be like, ah, I'm a woody guy. I'm funny. Whatever people listen when I have something <laughs> to say, but then I'll say something and it might, my, my thoughts won't be as organized as I'd like. Mm. And so I'm like, I'll mess it up. and like, okay, dang it. I got it back out. I get, Aww. but now I'm like, all right, no, at least like say, like say a comment here and there, like at least one comment per class and stuff like that, that I'm just like, okay, we're going to work on that because I'm normally like bam, 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 like one, like a, a witty thing real quick. Instead ask me to talk for 15 minutes with no one like giving me anything to work with, then I'm like, crap, I don't know. I don't know what I'm blanking. Uh, See, I I think I'm more opposite. I feel like I could just go on and on and on. I mean, hence this podcast, but. And it's amazing. It's, it's recognizing your talents and where you, where you want to improve. Like if that's. Mm, Recognizing it. Cause you are, you are amazing at that. I, I, I'm envious of that. I guess I wish I could be better at stuff. And, but at the same well, time, I think like you're way better am, than you think. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I, and I am working at improving. And so it's mm-hmm. not something that's like, ah, I'm good or bad, but just getting better and just that, little by little. And that often authenticity shines through when you're working on yourself and when you're being real about what you're working on. I feel like some people, maybe myself included can be too real, but also it's that vulnerability that that openness does help you connect with others. And I like what you said about focusing on others kind of helps you be real as you understand them. Yeah. And in the uplifting takeaways in the form I had you fill out, you kind of mentioned how people are more similar to us than we think. And when we listen to them, we can better understand them and we can create experiences to, I don't know how to word this, but, build authenticity kind of on both ends yeah what are your thoughts on that no i definitely agree with that i had a close friend um well a particular topic at the time it was we're talking about politics and it was Mm. talking about abortion Mm. and um i've always had a you know pretty straightforward no yeah pro-life like protect life and whatnot and how could you think anything otherwise without being a terrible person. Like you must be a terrible person if yeah. you're going to get a child. But instead of like, all right, Ryan, chill out a little, like they could see me as an ignorant person that doesn't care about the life of the child or the the mother or the family like involved, mm-hmm. whatever. Circumstances. And so, yeah, circumstances, this could be terrible. Obviously like the health aspects as well, the risks, but um, mm. it was more like the circumstances, someone that really can't, afford it not just financially but like emotionally and stuff like that i'm like ah quick fix uh, adoption easy but instead um instead of like just going into like i said like trying to win conversations like trying mm-hmm. to win that conversation genuinely trying to to hear her out and um i think as i did that then i did grow a greater appreciation from i mean where she was coming from because i felt as a man my voice doesn't really matter in on this topic because you automatically win because you're a woman. <laughs> um, but uh, instead, I think just giving my and it's good because with like political stuff, with religious stuff, um, it makes you think. Okay, why why do I think the way that I do? Mm-hmm. Like for yourself, like what? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have your beliefs challenged at all, if you only stay with people that are just right here with you all at all times, always agreeing really with you. Vote. <laughs> yeah that are just always agreeing with you. you'll get the mm-hmm. like confirmation bias that 
yep, I'm definitely right. Every like my opinion is perfect. This is <laughs> unflawed. But instead, if it's not challenged at all, then it's it's dangerous because you're not really growing as to um, even when it is like the the right opinion that I, you know I would say that that's the opinion that you want. Mm-hmm. Figure out why. Why did you come to that conclusion? Was it your parents? Was it your friends? Was it just like your the state you were in. I mean, I've lived in a few different states and I can definitely tell that there are some differences of opinion um, in some of them. And so it's just figuring out your, yeah. Why do you believe the way you do? That makes, that makes you authentic and your background. And it's not wrong to believe the way you do or how you do, but the more you understand it, the better you are to express yourself or better understand others. Definitely. Mm. And it ultimately, like, I mean, it can, it comes to the gospel. I mean, I feel like there are too many people that unfortunately lose their testimony or their testimony was unfortunately like attached to someone else or like that Mm -hmm. really wasn't their own or like they just, you know, taking what they were told in primary and just kind of just recited it over and over. Just that's kind of muscle memory, get it through. This is just what you do. This is what, instead of genuinely having their beliefs tested, not only by others, but by themselves. Like, why do I believe what I believe? I believe yeah. Like, yeah. am I believing this just to post, hey, at the temple again, having a great time? Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And then ultimately being like, I don't really see the value in it, though. But mm-hmm. I just want people to think that I really care about this. That is definitely dangerous. And that's why people can just be like internally so torn because they weren't developing their testimony for themselves. It was more for other people to Facade. see that they had it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just hmm. to fulfill expectations or yeah, yeah, some aspect of that. And I'm so, going to have to start questioning why I post what I do on my stories or something. Me and my sister have had a few conversations about this. Like, like some things you don't, you don't need to share with everybody. Like just, just have that be a memory for you, you know, and, and yeah. finding the value in that kind of like the Walter Mitty part, you know, where he doesn't take the picture of the leopard, you know, like, Oh, right. Yeah. That, and he, he was just being true to the situation in a sense, you know? Right. Definitely. And it's, it's a balance. It takes time. Like you don't want to be overbearing, like oversharing and whatnot, but also just finding when it's time to open up to someone or pull back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's like, something that we'll always be learning. But yeah. But, but be you, like, don't be afraid to do what what you want to do. I mean, that's, kind of my default with my sister sometimes or with other people is just like like when they give feedback and I'm like no like that's not me I want to do me but like I don't know so it's sometimes a little argument too of like that's just who I am or no like that's me and I don't care about this when they care about it but on my end instead of getting defensive right I put up that barrier Mm -hmm. if I were to just step aside and be like why do they care about that Oh, maybe I should care a little bit more about if my car's washed, you know, when I go hang out with my friends. <laughs> my mom was yeah. razz- razzing me about my dirty car. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should get a quick quack membership and just pay a little more extra attention to a clean car, you know? And that would benefit myself as well as others. So, I mean, that's just a little example, but I don't know. I, I love that. I think one of my takeaways for today as we kind of wind down this episode is like, You light up about authenticity, yet being authentic is understanding others. I like how that was kind of a direct connection. It's been really interesting to think about that. What would you say is a takeaway from our conversation today? 
Yeah, no, I, it's, yeah, it's a good, it's a good takeaway. I, I appreciate just being, just being able to say these words like out loud, it helps you organize your own thoughts. And so I appreciate you having me on. It's so um, fun. I love it. Yeah. yeah I love hearing people's thoughts too. Um, but yeah, one of the takeaways of just, that's really how we ultimately can connect on the, the highest level is just being authentic to authentic to each other. Um, mm -hmm. Allowing us to like resonate with one another and then ultimately, yeah, we'll find out we're more similar than we realize. Like we really do, we really do care um, mm -hmm. despite wherever we're coming from and whatnot. But when we show that genuine vulnerability, like that authenticity, sincerity in those conversations that will ultimately come to love each other more. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And that's ultimately what we all want to do. We just all want to love each other more and understand each other because not only does that better the quality of your life, but it can help other people live a better life. Exactly. As we love each other more than we yeah, ultimately love ourselves. Mm. That much more. I love that. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week. And thank you so much, Ryan. This was so much fun. And people, if you get the opportunity to get to know Ryan, like, please take that opportunity. He will bless your life. He's just such a great, great person. So thank you. And thank you for being authentic. You live what you, what you're passionate about. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for having me on, Ellie. Everybody, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> I'm forgetting my tagline. Oh, no. Something about passion. Spread the passion. <laughs> have a great day everybody and we'll talk to you next week bye bye